Estimated to be a $5 billion market by 2016, wearable devices are not only growing in popularity with consumers, but present new considerations for the companies involved in the wearable ecosystem. Attorney Aaron Capron joins us today to discuss this growing trend and the IP considerations involved with wearable technology. Aaron, first of all, could you just give us a quick definition? What is wearable technology? Wearable technology includes clothing and accessories incorporating computer and advanced electronic technologies. This type of technology covers a broad range of products. For example, it would cover Google Glass. It would also cover fitness trackers such as the Fitbit Force or Fitbit Flex or the Nike Fuel Band. It would also include smartwatches such as the Moto 360, Samsung Gear, and the Apple Watch that was recently announced. These watches allow you to download apps and or interface with other handheld devices such as mobile phones or tablets. Besides the Google Glass, the fitness trackers, and the smartwatches, it would include clothing as well, such as the check light offered by Reebok and MC10. If people aren't familiar with the check light, it's a device that provides a concussion sensor that athletes could wear on their heads. If there was a sufficient impact or number of impacts, the check light would provide an objective indicator showing likelihood of whether a concussion occurred. And I mean, this is just the start. There's a lot of technology that's being developed, I believe, by clothing companies, shoe companies, etc., that are going to be coming out here in the very near future. And Aaron, when it comes to wearable technology, do you see more of a focus on applications these days? With respect to some of the technology, yes, I do. For example, the smartwatches and fitness trackers are showing just that. It was rumored that Nike was actually going to stop making the field ban, allowing it to focus more on apps that can be incorporated into mobile devices. As we indicated earlier, the Moto 360 and Samsung Gear are smartwatches, and these are also heavily app-based. And as Apple recently announced, the Apple Watch is also going to be heavily based on apps that can be downloaded or interfaced with respect to the mobile devices or tablets. Aaron, for those companies that are creating the applications that support wearable devices, what are some top IP issues that should be considered? To best cover their ideas, I believe that companies will need to consider not only protecting the hardware involved, but also the software, especially in light of several of these smartwatch and other types of companies that are app-based getting into that area. They will also need to consider how their competitors' products work. Now, when they're developing their portfolios, they will need to understand not only the prosecution issues, but also the litigation issues. On the prosecution side, companies will need to consider Section 101 issues. With the recent Supreme Court decision in CLS Bank and involving uh, issue of law that companies will need to be considered down the road. Moreover, they will need to consider Section 112 first and second paragraph issues along with means plus function type language and whether that's uh, an appropriate option under the circumstances. Also, companies will also need to consider the litigation side. For example, taking consideration whether the claims have any divided infringement issues and how courts look at damages so that companies can pursue the appropriate claims to cover their protection and to give them the best leverage down the road. With the increase in personal data from wearables, how important is it that companies consider privacy protections? Privacy is always going to be an issue, and I mean, consumers are aware of that, and uh, many consumers are concerned regarding their private data being stolen. It's my understanding companies may have to upgrade their technology in order to give consumers confidence so that consumers can consider using their technology on a more systematic level. 
And in order to do so, companies may either have to get into joint ventures with other companies, otherwise develop their own technologies in-house. Finally, Aaron, should design patents also be considered when it comes to wearable technology? I believe that design patents should be considered at the same time that you're considering filing utility patent applications. Looking at or at least considering design patents, it would allow you to best protect the entire user experience with that product. Some of the companies that we've mentioned earlier, I know that focused on developing large design patent portfolios. And if those companies ever assert them, oftentimes design patents are more easily explainable to a jury at a litigation than some of the utility patents. I know that some companies have effectively used both design patents and utility patents in litigations in order to better tell their story. So it would seem to me at least to be a reasonable investment. Our guest has been Aaron Capron, an attorney at Finnegan, one of the largest IP law firms in the world. For more commentary on intellectual property news and issues, to listen to other podcasts and to receive additional information on the firm, please visit www.finnegan.com. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Finnegan.